welcome to the ninth episode of the Proceed podcast. I am Andrei Dehler. Today is the 23rd of November. In this episode, I will be trying out yet another new format. It will be a brief explainer of a relatively complicated story that appeared or took a new turn last week. This episode is about the legal fight between Yandex and Google over the Android platform, both in Russia and in Europe. It has been on for a while now, and what I will try to do, I will try to sum up what's going on and what we can expect in the future. Let's start from the beginning. On February 18th this year, almost a year ago, Yandex filed a complaint to the Federal Anti-Monopolist Service of Russia, or FAS. In the complaint, Yandex asked the service to investigate whether Google violates Russian laws by its practices. Now, what exactly does Yandex not like? Simply speaking, Android consists of two parts. Android open source platform, known as AOSP, and that's the actual operating system, and Google Mobile Services, or GMS. Uh, GMS includes the company's core services like Google Play, Maps, Gmail, and so on, as well as some APIs and parts of the interface. If a vendor uses GMS, it also has to install all its parts. There is no choice, choice given. You cannot only install Maps with Gmail, but not install Google Play or uh, vice versa. Yandex, in its turn, created a competing set of services for Android. Yandex Store, Yandex Maps, Yandex Mail, and a few others. Uh, they're quite popular in Russia, but not on the other markets, not even in Turkey, uh, where Yandex has been trying to get traction since a few years ago. With these services, Yandex allegedly made a deal with a few minor phone vendors, again more or less popular in Russia. These uh, vendors were Xplay, Fly, and Prestigio. And the agreement was to install this Yandex's services instead of Google's ones in Russia. Google, however, allegedly told the vendors that the only option for them in this case would be to stop using Google mobile services, Google Play, Gmail, and so on, worldwide. So uh, that, of course, was a bit too much, and Xplay, Fly, and Prestigio back backed off and stopped uh, working with Yandex. At least that's what uh, Yandex says. In addition to that, Yandex accuses Google in another malpractice. According to the Russia's search giant, Google forbids the phone vendors that use GMS to put apps on the home screen that do the same thing as Google wants. That means that uh, the vendors cannot, for example, put Yandex Maps or Yandex Mail on the home screen. In Yandex's opinion, this behavior violates Russia's anti-monopoly laws, and in Google's opinion, phone vendors are free to use Android without GMS if they so wish. Now, let me make two side notes. First, it must be said that uh, being present on Android is crucial for Yandex right now if it wants to continue dominating the local search market. And that's uh, where most of Yandex's revenues come from. According to the stats from liveinternet.ru, Yandex's market share has been decreasing slowly but steadily over the last couple of years. As of this month, for example, Yandex has 50.8% of the market and Google has 41.9%. What also is noteworthy is that Yandex chose probably the best timing to go to the Russian authorities earlier this year. After the United States imposed sanctions on Russia, it was a great chance to render an American company as a big bully that takes advantage of Russia's internet darling. Now back to the timeline. 
As we learned recently, just two months after complaining to Russia's FAS, Yandex also failed a very similar complaint to the European Commission. It cites the same violations, but the European Commission is much slower to make a decision than FAS, so we still don't know what will be the verdict and when it is to come. What we do know, however, is that in September this year, FAS, the Russia's anti-monopoly authority, ruled in favor of Yandex, saying that Google did violate the country's law. A month later, it also ordered Google to correct the contracts with manufacturers until November 18th. Later, it generously gave Google another month to comply, so the current deadline is December 18th, which is a bit less than in a month. Google's violations, according to FAS, include the bundling of Google Play with the other services, the requirement to put their icons on the home screen, setting up Google as the default search engine, and the prohibition of installing apps from other companies. In addition to that, Google faces a huge fine of 1 to 15% of its revenues on the Russian market in 2014. Now, what has Google been doing about the situation? Let's see. Last week, the company said the following, quote-unquote, we intend to contest this decision and explain in court why we consider it unfounded, end of quote. In other words, Google won't give up without a good fight in court. Together with the above-mentioned statement, Google put together a lengthy post in its Russian blog, in Russian of course, explaining uh, its position. Authored by Google's senior lawyer Tara Luko, the post goes over five points. First, it reiterates on the fact that phone vendors can use Android without GMS, Google Mobile Services, and pre-install whatever they want. Luca mentions ZTE and Xiaomi as examples. Well, Xiaomi is not exactly the greatest example because it's mostly sold in China where Google services are banned. Second, Luca argues that Android users can install any apps or app stores they want by themselves and uh, then do whatever they want with their handsets. The third point is that vendors can install any apps that compete with Google's on their smartphones. Uh, Luca doesn't mention here, however, the alleged requirement that none of those apps can be put on the home screen, though. Fourth point, Luca almost repeats the second point, emphasizing that it's very easy for a user to install any app they want from Google Play. He also reminds that Yandex's apps are very popular in Russia, citing a study by AppAny. And the fifth point, Luca says that Google does not want to unbundle Google Mobile Services, does not want to unbundle Google Play from them, because it wants the user to have a functional device out of the box with all the core services readily available that uh, the user can just run and use immediately. Yandex, in its turn, said in a comment uh, to Russian tech news websites vc.ru that Google provides an illusion of choice, and of course, by pushing its services through Google Play. It also commented on each point mentioned in uh, Google's post. What Yandex is saying is that uh, Google doesn't tell the whole truth. According to Yandex, Google Play has become indispensable on Android phones, which is why it's installed on 90% of Android devices in Russia. So apparently Yandex admits that its Yandex store cannot be a substitute for uh, uh, Google Play, at least not yet. Uh, Pre-installation of apps, according to Yandex and FAS, is the most efficient way of app distribution. Therefore, 
says Yandex, Google denies other app developers of using these channels. Same goes for the default search engine. Not many users really uh, will go into the settings to change the default search engine uh, from uh, uh, Google to Yandex or in any other direction. Now that we know the whole story and the arguments of both sides, what do we make of this? Well, I can't really side with any of the companies. On one hand, Yandex's complaints sounds reasonable. On the other hand, so do Google's answer, in most part. What I can say, however, is that I'm pretty sure that Google won't have any luck in the Russian court. One way or another, it will be made to comply with the decision by FAS, even though it might take another year. As for the European Commission, uh, this body also has never been too kind to Google. Just remember all the court cases that have been there over the last 5-10 uh, years. However, I wouldn't really bet on uh, any outcome here as of yet. This is it for today's podcast. I hope you enjoyed it and learned something interesting and valuable and useful. As always, any feedback is very welcome on Twitter at proceed underscore two and by email andri at proceed dot two. Have a great week. I'll talk to you next Monday.